everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Melissa, sometimes I like to think about life. <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I, I like to think about life, like zoom it out, right? Like, let's see, like the broad strokes of life. Oh, yeah, let's I like see, it. Like, the, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. get real, zoom way out on yeah. it. Like and so when I start zooming, yeah, when I start zooming out on life and looking at my life and other people's lives, um, I also like to visualize it as a graph. Yeah, yeah. So this okay. is like this is like my, uh, I don't know, like uh, <laughs> Jimmy Neutron, art, artsy kind of <laughs> like, uh, you know, highly visual. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that I do yeah. plus a little bit of like math. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> let's look at life as a graph. So everyone can picture a graph in their head mm. of like the the up and down mm. um axes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is change. And the horizontal axis is just time, right? Oh. So it's like got it, got it, got it. Like change over time. Sure. Okay. So how does your life change mm. over time? Got it. Just think about that for a minute, yeah. how much your life has changed over time. Yeah, I just feel like the responsibilities have gotten more and more. It's different, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Except as a man, <laughs> my graph is completely flat. <laughs> oh, and I call on. that the man line. <laughs> Oh my god. Because gosh. I think as soon as you, when you're a young man and you turn like 18, <laughs> your primary objective in life is to just make sure like everything in your life is just a constant no change <laughs> flat line. Right? Oh and my gosh. The, and the biggest man drama you're going to encounter in your like life <laughs> in your lifeline there is like is like um, the golf balls I've been using for 20 years aren't made anymore. I got to switch to different golf balls. And then it'd be like a little blip in your graph. And you keep trucking along the man line. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't even take it. Oh, But then, then I look at, you know, like my wife's graph of life. And it's just like, you know, she's like grad school. And then she moves here to, you know, then she moves here with me. And then kids and <laughs> careers and ups and downs and all over the place and her graph's like up and down and up and down and up and down and and my life's just boom solid man line straight and stable oh this is wrong on every <laughs> level oh my gosh and that is so i am digging this i don't even know it's where wrong. to start and it's true and it's wrong <laughs> and it's true well it's funny you should bring this up because my sweet daughter megan is planning mm -hmm. her wedding right now awesome she, yeah a it, blip in her a, a, a <laughs> deflection in her uh jj's light you know life change graph okay oh my god well hers has got a blip but teach her fiance's probably mm -hmm. no blip <laughs> Man line. Man line. 
Can we get t-shirts? I seriously want a t-shirt. And I don't... It's just a straight line that goes across the t-shirt. Except the way that I pictured that is, you know, when they set people up on heart monitors and then there's like, they flatline. Yeah, it's that. It's it's the teeniest little blip blip right before it flatlines. Oh, in this case, it would be the opposite. It would be a flatline with just a little blip blip at the very end. end. (laughs) But I was just reflecting on this, like all the change that my daughter is going through. So even though she's Mm -hmm. been with Tej for years and years and years, um, and they've had this, you know, wonderful relationship, they're now in the process of having the more deeper conversations. You know, they're getting Mm. married. So now it's like the finance conversations, the children Mm -hmm. conversations, right? Mm. The planning of the wedding conversations. And while Tej is a fantastic partner for her and supporter, he he doesn't have the same level of emotional investment in this that she does. And not yeah. because, it, it's because he's a guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's because he has a man line. He's probably going to just yeah, disrupt, he just, he's going to be so disrupted yeah. by this. No, it's not true. Uh, but I mean, yeah, that's fine. He can say that. But <laughs> he'll, when he fast forwards, he'll see it. Um, but yeah, I feel like as... I don't know. This is a little gender stereotyped, yeah. right? Yes. Um, and we, so recognize, not, we recognize we're, not we're doing that. We're not laying this down as yeah. like the global truth or anything. But <laughs> Although it probably is. <laughs> my observation is a lot of, you know, the, the guys that I hang out with mm-hmm. um, and myself will often just try to keep this more steady emotional state. Yeah. Right? Why is that? And, and we'll kind of hold it. And we'll actually probably hold it for way longer than we ought to mm. try to hold it. Mm. And that's where I was kind of coming up with this this man line idea is, <laughs> is I love you know, that like phrase. Activities so much. are one thing, but when we get down to the next level, it is like like my observation at least is that men try to hold a very steady emotional state. Yeah. And and they'll hold it, hold it, hold it, and then sometimes maybe it'll just break. Mm, mm-hmm. But they'll try to hold it until it breaks. <laughs> they won't really surf it. They won't let it go up and down. They'll try to hold it until it breaks. Why? Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, you you are a man. I was hoping you might give a little insight to all the female <laughs> listeners. The last well, I checked, I think our female listener population was like 63%. <laughs> um. Well, if I knew, I probably wouldn't behave be behaving this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And women do the opposite. Women engage in the emotional component, like from the get go, right? They engage yeah. in that emotional emotionalism from the get go. Even if they're a very analytical woman, they still do. Mm-hmm. Like they're, it's. You just kind of feel like it's your job to do that. Yeah. Well, it may be a little bit of insight. It's like certainly in, for me as as a young man, like in my 20s. Yeah. Like I still really had very little <laughs> awareness of my emotions <laughs> and probably even through my 30s. You know, it just I, so a lot, I think a lot of it's just not being aware. Mm. And then. And then, I don't know, busyness, right? Yeah. Do you know <laughs> what else? Like, we just gotta get that I, I have a question for you. plowing through. I, this, is an, this is like, ooh, this is kind of like turning into a really interesting topic. So how about, 
How about how boys are socialized in their family structure versus girls? Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, obviously there's millions of books written on this topic and that sort of thing. And, you know, yeah. lots of psychologists have had, you know, plenty of talk yeah, shows. I totally wanted to do a pod about gender stereotypes at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think what we're talking about is the the in many families, in most families, the matriarchal role in the family is the emotion mm-hmm. and the up and down and the staying connected to the child's experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and yet when the mother is teaching her children to be contributing members of society, the mother also has gender, gender stereotypes she's not even aware of. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. She, may, she may have her son, you know, clean the house, vacuum, do dishes that are mm-hmm. unlike how the, the old days, right? Like the 50s mm-hmm. or whatever, where it was the woman's job to do all of those things. Um, but she may teach that, but I wonder stereotypically the emotional side. Yeah, no, I would, so I would say, that, and this is like, this is a topic I, I love to dive into more, mm-hmm. um, mostly because like I think about it in my own parenting. Yeah, same, is same. Like the way, the, the, the ways I like have parented, like, my two older boys mm-hmm. versus our younger daughter yeah. is different. Yes. And it's just different. It's like it different on like almost an instinctual level. Yep. Like I just do these things, mm-hmm. but, but I've been thinking a lot about, wait, why am I doing that a little different? Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not big different. It's not hugely different. But it's noticeable. But it's like these subtle little things mm-hmm. like, and I, like a year ago, my my wife called me out on something. I just don't remember what I was what it was, but she said like you would have never let the boys, yeah. you would have never dealt with the boys in that way, like you're dealing with Abby. Yes, I was like, oh, that's true. She's like, you're being kind of hypocritical about the way you're going about parenting the, the kids. I was like, yep, you know what, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I actually have said that with Mitch too. There's a female female thing happening yeah. there with with how we parent well and i think like for in our family what i noticed is that mitch would be harder on mitchell than he would be on megan Mm. every single time Mm -hmm. and not intentionally at all and subtly but just really noticeably to me it's like he had a lot less flexibility for mitchell doing something wrong and uh, mitchell's our oldest too so you don't know if it's also just like birth order but (laughs) it's hard yeah but i do think it's just because as a male you have different expectations of males even think about like a, a very simple scenario and, and of like if your male child mm-hmm. gets hurt, mm-hmm. like they stay, they're at the playground, they're running around, fall or skin their knee, right? Yes. The very typical response is like, okay, buddy, oh man, you really fell. Get up. Let's go. Come on. Move it yep. along. Yeah. And what we're teaching there is you can't sit on that emotion or that pain or that event get moving. Yeah, it's not manly. Just keep going forward, Mm -hmm. right? Now, if my little girl does that, then it's like, I'm down on my knees. I'm hugging her. It's okay. Let's, you know, let's go get you cleaned up. Uh, You know, it's like, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah. And, and, you know, in one way, I'm actually, she's learning to like, be more in touch with some of those emotions, like I am feeling scared, I am feeling hurt, I am yeah. seeking comfort, right? Like we're 
she's guiding through an emotion and going and through it. And with the boys, we're just like, um, whatever you feel, mm-hmm. cork that and get back out there. Yeah. Right. You know, I was in Target last night and there, this mom had two boys and one was probably nine or 10. And then the other one was like, I don't know, three or four. And it was in the cart. And the and the nine or 10 year old was walking alongside of the cart backwards in Target. And they had a big roller rack in the middle of the aisle that he didn't see. And mm-hmm. he hit it. And he and the whole um, display toppled over. It was all these <laughs> bottles of like shampoo and conditioner. Oh, my God. And it, I've totally been there. My kids did yep. that one time. And, and <laughs> he got his head banged and he started to cry. Um, well, he was trying to hold it together. And he turned around and he saw this huge mess that he made. And then he saw, he scanned. I just watched all of this in a microsecond. He Mm -hmm. banged his head. He was, it it hurt. He then scanned the room, saw he made a huge mess, saw that there were like three other people watching what happened. And he was filled with shame. And he Mm -hmm. hid his face and almost inside of the cart, like he tipped his face into the cart and covered his eyes and started to cry. And immediately, me and another mom, you could tell it was another mom, mm-hmm. ran over and started to pick it all up and put it together. And mm-hmm. and I said, oh, my gosh, I did this once. I tried to shake hands with the mannequin, and the entire mannequin collapsed uh. on the floor. <laughs> and I was left holding the arm. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and and it was just that moment, though. But what she did was interesting. She just said, buddy. Um, are you hurt? And I was like, wow, I, I thought that was really nice of her to say that because it's not typical. Mm-hmm. Most moms would also feel embarrassment, you know, if their son did something rowdy like that and they would get in trouble. Yeah. Why did he do Why'd that? Why'd you do that? Like, See, this is what happens this, when you but, don't pay attention. Like that's right. the more common. Yeah. And then as I was walking away, cause then I realized I'm embarrassing him by staying there. So then I tried to just like scoot <laughs> away and I heard her say to him, that is an example of kindness. Mm. And I was like, wow, that mom is so on <laughs> it. Like most moms wouldn't do that in Target. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Most of us would just lose it along with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> so this, so it's interesting that, that, that the, the way we go through life and sort of either try to keep our emotions stable or let yeah. them kind of come up and down yeah. maybe has a lot to do with our our upbringing yeah. or just even gender stereotypes yeah. as, as a kid. Yeah. So now kind of knowing that, like what can we do with that information Yeah, I don't now know. to make, to, to, you know, to kind of like help us feel better? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a great question. I'd be interested to hear what you think about that. I I was I was just reflecting, you know, as this wedding is coming up, even even so we've just been talking about like kid examples, but you know, here my adult daughter is getting married and I do public speaking, right? I would love mm-hmm. to talk. Don't even tell me you're nervous to talk at the no, wedding. No, no, but I'm going to okay. tell you no, not at all. But you know <laughs> yeah. what I am nervous about? The mother of the bride doesn't talk at a wedding. The father of the well, bride. that's going to be hard for you. <laughs> the father of the bride talks at a wedding. So there's another one. Like it happens. There are so many touch points in our well, lives. come on, Elber's family. Break those stereotypes. Because <laughs> Mitch is like, I don't want to. Do I have to say? I don't want to say it. Do I need to say something? It's like, yes, you're supposed to. And I'm like, can I do it? No, that's weird, yeah, no. mom. 
You know, but isn't that interesting, though? Like, even then, it's like, even then, we have all these expectations that the male is supposed to do certain things and the female is supposed to do certain things. And straight up, that's just the way that it is. So then you put this man line in it. Like, you put this man line, overlay this over anything, and it becomes very interesting because in this experience of, like I said, the father of the groom says, or father of the bride says something, Mm -hmm. right? Well, you overlay a straight man line in that situation. Guy feels very uncomfortable doing that because there's going to be emotion involved. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't want to do it. He wants to hold the line. Yeah, he wants to hold the line. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a song. <laughs> maybe, what isn't there a song about holding the line? I think it's the company line, but maybe they meant no, like the emotional line. No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hold my emotional line steady. <laughs> well, but the man line serves you though, right? Like the man line has served you. Um, or no, hasn't it? Like, cause you want to talk about feeling better through it, but really like, has it served you? Because why change something if it hasn't well, served you or if it served you, I mean. So that's a really great question. That's a really great question because in in what way it probably does it like it would mm-hmm. help it would help me just sort of like um you know get through times that i don't particularly like yep. in a fairly kind of what would low impact what, what you would observe as like a low drama way <laughs> low right? impact yeah yeah it's sort of just like like looking you know looking down the road stay focused on moving ahead don't worry about this stuff just keep going right mm-hmm. um so you're able to navigate through bits of drama and turmoil yeah. and and things and and it looks certainly from the outside it looks like yep i can just keep plowing through all of this stuff i'm getting work done <laughs> yeah we're hitting our goals yeah we're paying the bills uh-huh. right yeah um so in in that way it's you can use you can use that as a, a tool, right? Yeah, and 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 I want to just before you go to the to the dark side, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're gonna head over on that side in a minute. But I will plus one you and say that that is something that I value in Mitch, his man line, mm. because at times where there's a lot of drama in our family, which isn't often, but when it is, it feels scary because it's not our yeah. common state. Whenever there's something that happens that's emotionally draining or triggering. He's almost always the one who is, you know, just yeah, flat like, and and consistent. And you'll describe people like that in your life, like, oh, they're the rock. Yes, right? I call they're, him the rock. Yeah, I call him the rock. And so that's comforting, yep. right? Yeah. So it's, it's not like, all no bad. matter what, no matter what crap's happening, <laughs> this guy's here, steady state, yep. steady emotion is he's got us, yep. right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you're right. That that part is. That part is good. This the the part that probably isn't as good as is that when you don't kind of like get in and deal with some of the emotions, mm-hmm. they can come back later. Harder, as, yeah. Like regrets, should have. I wish I would have got you know gotten into that more, made a deeper connection. You know, like for me. Uh, one of those moments was you know, when I was um, 
going through like my business partner yeah. divorce, right. I was I I was very I was trying to be <laughs> as much as I could be on that steady state, I know like, you were. Mm -hmm. like really holding those emotions close and tight and trying to stay steady. Mm -hmm. But my wife describes that period of our relationship as like the worst time in our relationship mm -hmm. because I wasn't actually emotionally connecting with her. Yeah. So I, I held it too tight, mm -hmm. which caused us to not feel as connected right. as a couple, right. which was harmful, yeah. right? Yeah. So it can, if you hold it too tight, then, like, I wish I wouldn't have held it so well, yeah, I, I always call it the, much more emotional. Yeah, I always call it collecting stamps. Like, there's a lot of opportunities where you could have more input. You could have more of an emotional investment. Mm -hmm. And when you don't, you're, you know, it is kind of collecting a stamp until the last book is, the last page of the book is full and it gets cashed in somehow. You know, there's yeah. some sort of breakdown or there's some sort of disagreement or there's something that happens as a result. Yeah. And probably not that I would have been happier during that time if I would have um, let my emotions flow right. more freely. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I think I probably would have gotten through it with a little less PTSD. Well, maybe a little more grace, actually. You know, I mean, there, there, yeah. this, you know, understanding our emotions and understanding how we show up, it does not mean that nothing bad's going to happen. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, life is yeah. life. It it just gives yeah. us more of an opportunity to have an awareness about that. And I honestly think men have not been given the approval or the flexibility to have those same emotions, to show that same level externally as women. It just is not something mm -hmm. that's been um, in our society has been lauded at all. As a matter of fact, it's been something that you're supposed to have some shame or guilt over in the past. It's like a weakness. It's like a weakness. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so so the man line's real. <laughs> the man line's real. I was just picturing the woman line overlapping that, and it's just like, hi, hi, it's just low, low, woo, woo, woo. It's like a roller coaster <laughs> up and down. And not really the smooth top and bottom. There could be some real <laughs> jagged edges. <laughs> so the interesting thing about this conversation, and when we're using that like funny visualization, yeah. Is like, yeah. If you asked, if you asked me years ago, like about should I be more emotional? Yeah. Uh, by like, oh no, I just like I don't want to do that because right? again, mm -hmm. I was kind of falling into a gender stereotype. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I'd say no. I actually like want to be more emotional. Mm -hmm. I I I look at that and say I wish, I I hope I'm learning to become more expressive and more in touch with my emotions as I go up and down, mm. right? Yeah, and I would... So, and, and then Ben, you were actually kind of saying a little bit like, hey, I kind of envy a, a bit of the steadiness mm -hmm. of the other approach, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. there might be a little bit of middle ground yeah. there. And I would say too, I think we should be uh, very um forthright and say that we're not talking about not having the emotions or having them what we're talking about is the expression of mm -hmm. right because we all have the capacity to have very deep emotions and we but but the sharing of those and, and expressing, the, and the them, expressing right. of those is what we're yep. really discussing and yep. and um and i i would just go back like just as a you said what do you do with this if with this kind of awareness now 
or you, mm-hmm. you asked that question, you said something about how do you, how can you make yourself happier or something with it now? What would you say is the answer to that for you? Oh, that was, I just said it is, it's that oh. I'm trying to get like more expressive. Yeah. Got it. Because I think generally that will be a, a better, you know, I, what I want is like to have a more positive mm. impact on like my relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I'm like kind of too, not that I don't want to be like, I know what you mean, though. way up and down, but like, I, yeah. like, it's good for me to express my, my feelings more than I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to be so tr- attempting to control them as uh, so much. Right. right. So like letting, for me, it's like letting go mm-hmm. a, a bit. Yeah. I, I think too, by being able to, um, let go more and by able, being able to express in the moment or soon during the experience what your emotions are like like I always say if you poke here it's going to push out somewhere else right I mean it's mm-hmm. and and so rather than collecting those feelings and those are the feelings that collect inside of our system the negative feelings that we can't express those are the feelings that collect in our system and then end up turning into resentment and turning into mm-hmm. those kinds of things they become bigger than they need to be um and that creates kind of a more uh, unstable environment inside of us to be able to mm-hmm. create and produce at our best. Yep. So I really like I really like that idea of having more awareness and letting that be okay. And as we mature and grow, like be curious, like be open to the curiosity of what would happen if I did this. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great perspective. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for entertaining my man line <laughs> That's idea. That's the funniest thing in the world. I just <laughs> love the visual. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.